Jake. Brandon. Jake. Jake. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I've been better. I've had a rough week, but I'm good. <laughs> but you've, you're surviving that rough week. I'm surviving that rough week. It's hump day. Hump day is always good. Day. Which means... It's the writer's block. It's Yay. Block. Yay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this very special episode of the writer's block. Tonight, we're going to be talking to an agent about what she does and what they do and so many other questions that I'm sure are going to get answered. My name is Brandon Morehouse. And I'm Jake Flukiger. Um, Welcome. So I don't know how we're going to do this, Jake. We haven't really talked about it. We have an agent that's coming on. Her name's Ann Rose. And we normally have open mics. I'm, I, we'll see. Let's just play by ear, right? Let's just see how it goes. Yeah. Let's just play by ear. We're just, I think we can kind of keep going just like we normally do. And we will definitely open it up and have time for questions towards the end. If you have a question, throw it in the chat. If it's something pertinent, like right away. Um, And then obviously if you really, really want to speak, like, Jump on, yeah. press that little mic button we, down in the corner. Right. We are going to ask that if you are not asking a question and you do have your mic open, please mute it so we don't get background noises. We know that we're going to hear my background noises of some sort of siren going off at some point, per usual. It's just, it's a it's a weekly it's occurrence. It's a weekly occurrence. Okay. So those of you that are new, welcome to the show. Um, we all, Jake and I always start with an off-topic topic. So, Jake... Jake yes. gets to hit me with a topic I know nothing about and I've not prepped for. So, Jake, what's this week's off-topic topic? So, Brandon, oh, Lord. it has been a while for me being in the dating oh. pool. But I know a lot of close friends that are out there dating and having a great time with you it. You say that but as my, question- my Tinder just went off. <laughs> Yay! Um, <laughs> I love that for you. Um, I will say that a lot of them are going out on tons and tons of first dates. And so my question for you is, is if you sat down with somebody and you were on your first date Mm -hmm. and you said, hey, I write books. And the other person says, oh, I don't really like books. I don't like to read. What is your next move? I mean, reading's not for everyone. I, I mean, that's not a deterrent for me. Um, I think we just change the subject and go on to, well, what kind of shows do you like? What kind of movies do you enjoy? Um, and like turn the conversation that way. Okay. I mean, I like there's it. not a lot you can do with that, right? Like if someone doesn't like something, I don't want to force it down their throat. No, I just, I, you know, if they were like, I hate books, I, I could just picture you standing up and walking out. Uh, no, I've never really stood up and walked out of a date. The only time I did do that, though. <laughs> so you have. I, done have it. <laughs> I have done it. He asked me, he's like, hey, are you into Pokemon? And I'm like, Pokemon Go had just come out. We all have like our weird kind of like stuff that we're into and i'm not saying pokemon's weird or anything like that but you know we all have our stuff right i was like oh yep. it's not really my thing i was kind of more into digimon um and he's like well no i have like pokemon bed sheets uh um yeah i'm not feeling and, this and i'm and you stood up and I was out. Like, my meter is up I'm, I'm out of quarters i gotta let you go 
He's like, can I get you a <laughs> Wow. Like, no. Just like, wow. It was awkward. So, that was, that was the okay. worst one. <laughs> that was awkward. Like, <laughs> Amy, Amy says it's a total deal breaker if they don't like books. Oh. So, <laughs> okay. Well, that's our off topic topic. Okay, Jake. I think we should. I yes. think we should get Anne on here. Do you want to? You want to introduce her and let her in, or I'll let her in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just as an introduction, <sighs> Anne is absolutely incredible. She is one of the absolute best, if not the best, agent in the industry, as far as I'm concerned. And I might be a little biased because she's my agent. But really, I think that she does more for her authors than any other agent that I've come across so far. And it's amazing. And I love it. That's all I have to say. Anne Rose, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. I didn't think you were going to try to make me cry before I come on. <laughs> You're not supposed to cry. You're supposed to be like, yep, that's me. Oh, Brush off your goodness. shoulder, you know? Well, I'm using earbuds. like a, like So if, if it sounds funky, I can I can do other things. This is my first time doing this, y'all. So I just, I don't know. Does it sound okay on your side? Yeah, it sounds perfectly fine on our You're side. You're good. Excellent. You are good. Excellent. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm here to answer all of your questions. So I don't know. Just, I'm ready. I'm in the hot seat. I'm ready. Oh, you're in the hot seat. We're gonna put. <laughs> you're gonna put you on the hot seat. So, and why don't you um, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll go from there. Gosh, me. Um, well, me, Agent Anne. I um, am an agent with the Tobias Literary Agency. I've been there since uh, November of last year, but I was at Prospect Agency before that. I represent titles in middle grade, young adult, and some selective adult fiction. I also have a nonfiction author on my list as well. Uh, a lot of my books skew very feminist in some of their messages. Um, just because I like I will attest to that yeah. absolutely <laughs> and I love it <laughs> that's just what I like um and I think I think a lot of people like that too so yeah I guess that's uh, that's me in a quick quick nutshell I love, love it, it. Oh, brilliant amazing. so okay I've if you've not listened to the have you ever listened to the show before Anne I have yes I've listened in I've never spoken so oh, I, I, I feel like I know. I feel like a little bit of a creeper. Like I'm creeping in, but like I want to support Jake and like what he's doing. So I kind of want to be there and listen in when I can. But I also no. don't want to invade a space. You know what I mean? So you are, you are all are welcome to invade this space. This show is about helping authors in the in the process because it's such a lonely road, right? It is. It is such a lonely road at times, and Jake and I developed this friendship, and we just kind of this is where we're at. So. I'll ask a question. I've got a million questions. Okay. I don't have a million questions. I really don't have a million questions. Um, you better have a million I, questions. This is your chance to ask I them. know. I'm like, I don't know what to say. Um, so, Anne, if yeah. I, I'm going to be going into the querying trenches, as they like to call them, yes. here very quickly, and Jake and I have been working on this book, that I know okay. he gets excited about it. Right. Hold on one second. My now these earbuds are gonna die. So I'm gonna put you on speakerphone instead. Okay. So hold on a You're good. <laughs> or I'll just hold my phone or something. I don't know. These things didn't charge or something. All right, there you go. Okay, I found I, I figured it out. I'm so oh, sorry. Okay. There 
Don't be sorry. There, there's a, we always have technical difficulties. So this has actually been very smooth okay, so excellent. far. All right. You <laughs> yeah. were saying you're about to, to start querying. I'm, I'm with you. Yes. Okay. What is the very first thing I need to do once my book is done? Um, okay. Well, there's lots of things that you can do. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm going to ask some very, like, uh, well, no, but that's, you know, that's what our listeners are here for. Okay, What's well, learning the we're going to, we're going to assume that done in this case means that you have reread it, edited it, had someone else read it, taken some feedback, probably edited it again, had someone maybe else look at it too, and then again, edited it. And now it's actually done. Like that's what, that, yeah. that's what done means. Yes. Correct. Yes. Okay. yes. Yes. So I generally like to have like, I like to write my query before I even write my book as a writer. So you, you okay. maybe you have done this, but if you haven't, now would be a good time to Google how to write a query letter. <laughs> and we have had so many episodes on how to write a query letter, how to write a synopsis. If you're a little confused by that, if you're new to this, jump back on to podbean.com and give a listen to any of our episodes that talk about Excellent. query letters. Yeah. So you would have draft your query letter. I think it's always good to, to research like who you want to submit to. So okay. figuring out like what your book is, making sure you know what your book is. What are you selling? What is the product that you're trying to put out there? So what is your genre and age group? Um, and who are the agents that represent those Thanks. Okay. So you, you say, I, we hear this a lot and I just want to clarify, sure. research your agent, right? Yes. Find out who you want. Where's a good place for someone who's just starting that process to find that information? Excellent. Excellent question. So obviously um, there's, there's places like the agency websites. So you're looking for well-established agents, agencies that are out there. Um, you would also could check manuscript wish list, uh, checking query tracker. Um, there's places called like Authors Water Cooler and Writer Beware is another place that you can go to to just legitimize and make sure agents are who they say they are and all of those things. Publishers Marketplace, another great place or resource uh, resource for finding agents. Um, all of those things. I mean, here on Twitter, you can find lots of uh, agents as well, but. I don't just all I would look at all of those places okay. <laughs> because an agent probably has all of those things. Okay. All right. Jake. Now, Anne, when you say that you want somebody to research those yes. agents, um, I know that this is kind of a hot topic for certain agents and not for other ones. How do you feel about people personalizing their query letters to agents? I think that if you have something personal to say, I think that's great. And if you have a personal connection, that's awesome. But I don't think it's necessary to personalize a query if you don't have anything personal to say. If you're just going to be like, hey, here's my young adult fantasy and I'm querying you because you take young adult fantasy like the basically you sending us a young adult fantasy and the fact that we rep it, like we already know. So you don't have to re like regurgitate our manuscript wishes necessarily, unless there's a specific reason. So don't feel like you have to personalize if you have nothing personal to say. Perfect. So I don't need to go on and research somebody's cats no. and say, 
Oh my gosh, I saw on that four months ago, your cat did this cute thing and I just thought it was so adorable. I mean, that would be fine. I mean, like being like, hey, I saw those, voca va those vacation pictures of yours looking smoking in a bikini. Like that's probably where it crosses the line, but <laughs> you know, mentioning my I, cat. I would I'm hope. Okay <laughs> I would hope that people don't go that far and I know they do, <laughs> but I hope, I hope that all of our listeners and our people that are joining this episode, please don't do that. Yeah, please. Probably, probably not the best route. Just that, gonna, just gonna say that. Oh, it's that, not a dating site. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's not Tinder. <laughs> so. I love it. Oh my gosh. Love I love it. it. Um, what, what is in your opinion, Anne, yes. the, the the number one um, thing that someone who's querying should do and the number one thing they should not do? The number one thing they should do is just try to write a query letter. I know that sounds probably very, like, I don't know, simplistic or, you know, uh, common sense, but you'd be surprised how many quote unquote letters I get is like, hey, Anne, I wrote this thing and I was hoping you could take a peek at it. Thanks. And that's not really a query letter. That, so that, just, in my opinion, has like um, MLM vibes to it. <laughs> just saying. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I, um. Just like, that's what I think of. Like, hashtag go boss. Like, <laughs> coming. <laughs> Coming from Utah, like the MLM capital of the world, yes, um, that is rich. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sorry. So, so that's the one thing that someone can do is just just try your best. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. I look at lots of projects. I take on lots of projects that don't have the quote unquote perfect query letter, but they just have to be perfect for me, right? Like just they just have to be perfect enough for me to be like, oh yeah, I want to I want to check that out, okay. right? So just do your best. Okay. Um, and then what not to do. Gosh, I, I probably could go on a list forever. Don't, I mean, we have, don't we have 45 say, minutes. So if you want to speak the whole time saying, don't do this, go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, here's a couple. Um, one, don't, um, don't say, I just finished writing this book. Because that's a terrifying sentence. Okay. That that's just as like, oh my God, you just finished. Like, does that mean anyone else has read this? Like, have you even read this again? Like that in itself is kind of terrifying. Um, don't say your book is like whatever bestseller book is. Like, I know that's, again, like we hear that all the time, but, but the reason why we say this is not because we don't want your book to be as successful as that book, but it's because you're setting the bar really high for yourself. Oh, okay. You're saying, I'm just as good as this person who's out, who's selling a million things. So you're, you're setting that bar super high. If, if you're going out there saying that you are the next Stephen King and you have a book that is better than his, it's going to be an issue, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're setting the bar really high. I'm going to have really high expectations walking into this novel now, right? Like you've thrown the gauntlet down. I'm going to have expectations. Um, so don't do that. Don't, uh, let me try to think what else. Don't insult or uh threaten the agent's kids no yes that is not don't a for real that. yeah it's yeah don't do oh that my um so i mean even soft veil threats like just it's just not 
it's not really happiness. Um, don't, don't, don't send pictures of yourself. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't, I lived like, I know you don't know me that well, but I have no words for that. And I have words for everything. So that's what, like, okay. Yeah. Again, it's not a dating We're site, not. so you don't have to send pictures of yourself um, in your query letter. So those, those are a couple. How about those? Those are good. Those are no, good ones. To start. I, I think that's good because I think, Jake, if I remember right, I did ask that at one point, like, should you have a picture of yourself? No, well, you did. You I did, did on totally one of our query that. episodes. Well, that's good to know. I mean... Uh, yeah, you don't need to do that. Like, don't you don't have to send us a picture of you dressed up like your character. I mean, which would probably make more sense, or just you know, pictures that you would normally put in a dating profile. Okay. Definitely don't send. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take <laughs> yeah, do not, do not do like... that. <laughs> we don't. Anne doesn't need that. Anne doesn't need that, and neither does any other agent. No. Yes, just sure. So I want to go back to you said. Don't compare it to. Um, uh, like bestsellers, right? I want to go. I want right. to touch base on that again because we've we've discussed the um, comps. The comps, correct. What's the difference between that? Well, so it, kind of like I was saying, like if you're going to comp yourself, if you're going to compare yourself to a best-selling mm -hmm. author, you're you're setting your bar really okay. high. So you're setting expectations for the reader to be like, okay, well, I'm expecting this to be just as good, if not better than whatever that is that's selling millions of copies right. right so it's just it's just kind of you know keep it keep it a little bit more humble than that that's all that's that's all we're okay. saying it's probably better um and it also shows you know your market a little bit more so i always love it when a comp says why it's a comp so don't just tell me it's like the hunger games tell me it's like the action of the hunger games Ooh. or the pacing right of the hunger games tell me it's the romance of you know, XYZ novel. Tell me it's the sisterly relationship that you can find in title. Like, tell, t give me those specifics. Um, because sometimes, I mean, agents, we have favorites and not favorite books too, right? right? So there's a specific romance novel that is not my favorite. Mm. Um, I'm not going to name names, but it's not my favorite. <laughs> and so when I see it as a comp, like immediately I go, mm. and so you don't want that mm, feeling walking into your query, right? Like your pages. So, but if you tell me it's why it's like that, like it's because of the banter that they use in this book, then I'm like, okay, well, I could see that. Like, that's fine. It's, it's funny that you say Hunger Games because this book that I'm working on, and this is me trying to pitch myself to you right now. Excellent, uh, do it. <laughs> uh, Jake and I were like, it's like the Hunger Games. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's dystopian, that's for yeah. sure. And I think it has a very different twist so interesting okay well you know i'm always i'm always interested in things with twists i still think that like the selection but hunger Games style mm. but ev all okay so here's here's my pitch to writers where is my book that is the selection series meets hunger games but the girls actually team up together and they overthrow the patriarchy oh, why do they always yeah. have to go after the one guy like no screw it they don't want the prince they all team up and murder the prince and take over at the throne. I think that's brilliant. I need to write that down because Jake will talk after the show. <laughs> I mean, why, why don't we have that yet? I don't understand. It's, no, I don't know why we don't have that either. It's ridiculous. 
Jake, I know, I, I know what you're thinking right now, and we will definitely talk after the show. Um, <laughs> like, like we don't already talk after. I the know, show. but I'm like, <laughs> that's funny that you say it like that, Anne. And I'm sure Jake, you um, can explain it to her later. Um, I will explain it later. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Jake, do you? I'm flustered right now because I'm my head is spinning because I have so many questions I can't focus. Jake, do you have anything you want to ask? You are good. So I actually have a question from the comments, okay. and Excellent. this is from Sonia. She says, for picture books, agents are stating my manuscript is what publishers are hungry for, but hard to find someone to represent because many of them are looking for author illustrators. Mm. I'm just left confused when replies are so positive, but yet so hard to find a literary agent. I'm surprised that you're getting, that Sonia's getting, um, responses about wanting it to be an author illustrated for a picture book because generally speaking um from my limited experience with picture books because i don't generally take them on um that publishers like it when you aren't necessarily the author and the illustrator because then they can match you up with an established illustrator if you're a debut author and then you kind of help each other out in that regards um same with being an established author and sometimes they'll bring in a new illustrator to you know help boost that illustrator's following and 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 such so um yeah it's 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 just a tough market out there um what was just, did i help that I, I don't even know if i answered the question what was the question I, the, <laughs> so it, it was more of a more of a statement than a question and okay. and i think you you did great and everything and i would say that uh that's another thing where really do research into the agents that you're pitching this to um, if an agent doesn't specify that they want an author illustrator, then they should be more open to taking you on as simply an author for picture yeah. books. I know that there's a lot of agents out there that are um, specifically looking for author illustrators. That's a big, big trend thing that's going on, but that doesn't mean that all of them are. Yeah, correct. Correct. And I would say like, if you're getting a lot of positive feedback, but you were not really like hooking, then maybe go back and look at what the hook of the story is. Is it strong enough? Can you make it stronger? And so maybe, maybe that's what it needs. Just a little tweak. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I, I have a picture book that I've written and I'm still struggling to figure out what the hook is. Like, what's the hook for my book? I have no idea. I'm still working on that one. Sometimes it's the hardest thing to figure out. If you can figure out before you write it, you're already a step ahead of the game. Which is why you suggested writing your query letter ahead of time. Mm -hmm. It's a great way just to make sure that your whole story is like, it's got some teeth to it. So if you can sit down and you can hammer out, okay, this is what my book is. This is who my main character is. This is what they want. This is their goals. This is the conflict. This is what they're going to have to fight against. And then this is what the stakes are in the end. Like this is, you know, the end of the book. Then you, you basically outlined your story in like a very small way. Even pantsers can do this and you'll still have the whole panting experience, right? Yeah, because you're not writing out the entire thing and it's just getting that hook, which is the first 25% to 35% of your book. Right. So that is brilliant advice. I love it. Um, I know, Anne, that for a couple of people that are on here, they have been working with query after query after query. They've done so much work to get these query letters ready. Um, and they're they're getting good responses. They're getting a lot of stuff out there. Um, but they're just 
not quite there yet with getting an agent, would you, what advice would you have to, to somebody that's in that boat that's done the whole entire, like, revise the query 500 times? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's tough. Uh, it's a tough, it's a tough market out there. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, we get a lot of queries. So standing out can be really difficult. I think the best way to help you stand out is to be really intentional on what your hook is. If you can put it in there in like a single sentence, like right at the start, that's great. Um, make sure you are giving us the stakes in your query. That's really important. I see a lot of queries that don't have that. Uh, so make it, it's a, it's a great way to make us care about the book. Um, at the end of the day, it's up to the author when they've decided that it's time to kind of throw in the towel. And I can't make that, that decision for anybody. Um, but I do know that perseverance generally is what's going to end up helping you in the end. Um, but I know that's a tough thing to, to say. No, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's so true. I personally sent out well over 300 queries before I got my amazing agent. And uh, you just have to stick with it. And all the while that you're sticking with it, you can be working on other projects and you can keep honing your craft and you're just going to get better and better and better. Exactly. And in addition to that, you're also going to, if you're doing it right, which I hope everybody is, and part of you just being here is a big deal, is finding community, finding other authors, finding beta readers and um, people that can support you on the journey because the journey itself is so hard. It's so hard. And like Brandon said earlier, it can be very lonely. Um, so that's what we want to do here on the block is get people to come together and say, hey, I have a community. I have a supportive system. I have tools and resources that I can use to help me keep going, even when it seems really bleak. Yes. Concur. That's a, that's exactly, that's what I also like to help for my clients, right? Like, so part of being a rosebud, right, is that we're a community. Like we have spaces that we can come together and talk and help and collaborate. And I think that's really part, a big part of the process is that you, writing such a solo thing that having someone that you can talk to that understands and can help you. And maybe just as a sounding board, just listens to you ramble on about, you know, your plot problem while you figure it out yourself is exactly what you need at the end of the day. Exactly. I, I know that for me, like I was having a total crisis day a little bit ago where I was just like, I am an imposter. I am so horrible at this. I will never succeed. And this is after having an agent and the rest of the Rosebud authors Anne's authors rallied around and totally gave me pep talks. And it was, it was everything that I didn't know I needed right then and there. So look for look for that community look for those people that are going to support you through it um i know that and specifically you have an interesting take because you really want your authors to be involved with each other um and and doing activities and things where they can get together and they meet up and uh it's a big deal I like the I like the family that it brings together, right? I don't think it's not required, obviously, if you're a rosebud and you don't have to come to these things, but I liked having them be available because I again, as a writer, it's such a solitary 
thing that if we can do these things where we can bring together groups of people like-minded to help each other, I think that at the end of the day, it makes us all better. I will totally concur with that. Um, I do want to go to a couple questions that we have in the chat and then we will be opening this up. We'll get everyone on here to openly ask your questions if you would like. Um, let's start with, I'm looking, hold on, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, uh, Carolyn Ellis wants to know when you take on someone as a client, do you help with promotions? Like after the book is sold and that kind of thing, I, I guess that's, I guess that's the question. Are they asking I if help them promote their self-published work or let's, I'm going to, I'm going to guess that they mean after getting published. Yes. I mean, as an author myself, like I have tips and tricks and ideas of what we can do. Um, I've actually learned a couple of new things lately that I'm excited to share with the Rosebuds. Um, and the Rosebuds also have little tips and tricks that we can do. Um, but these are very proprietary, so I can't talk about <laughs> They They are specific to being a Rosebud. That and is so... exactly right. So yeah, we, we definitely do things to help support each other and to help promote. Um, there, it just, it's, it's, it's going to depend on like the project and everything right. and, and what kind of support we're getting from the publisher. And so there's a lot of answers that go into that question. Okay. But I mean, I, I'm not a publicist, but I can help however I can, if that makes sense. That makes sense. perfect sense. I get it. Um, Kim wants to know for comp books, what if you can't find a book or any that are similar to yours? Well, there's something, I promise you, because there are millions of books out there. So don't look for a direct comparison. Don't try to find that, okay, my book is exactly like this book. Go back to those, what it's like. You know, it, it has the, the romance of X title. It has the sisterly relationship of Y title. It has the pacing of this. It has the mystery of that. It has the thrilling aspects of whatever. So look at simple elements you know, that will make it so you can say like my book can sit next to this one or this one, or these are the why the people that read these specific books will also like okay. mine. All right. Um, and then Nancy wants to know, is a couple of sen sentences with two books each overkill for comps in a query of under 250 words? Well, when we say 250 words, that's generally like 250 to 300 words. That's just for like the meat of the query. So you still have room to go. As long as you're like under that one page rule, you're fine. So so don't worry too much about it. Just, I mean, don't give us a exhortation on like how you're planning on marketing. Just, you know. <laughs> unless, of course, unless, of course, you are doing nonfiction and then well, that's have that laid out. <laughs> That's a different beast, yes. But um, but yeah, don't don't stress it. You know, don't stress too much. Yeah, a couple sentences is fine. Okay. Cool. Well, I think we should go. How do we feel about opening it up for everyone to ask their questions? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There Chris we go. Chopping up a bit to get in here. Hi. I mean, yes. I I have been barely containing the sheer depth of uh, sarcasm and snark that I've been trying to throw your way. I had so many clever quips, Brandon, that you didn't get to hear uh, because Jake broke my microphone and I couldn't couldn't be a speaker I, for a while. I was having. <laughs> I was having technical difficulties. It happens every, <laughs> every episode. It's every episode. X is very anti-me, apparently. It's okay. <laughs> um, it's fine. So, hi. Uh, I'm Chris Corvus, uh, your favorite literary bird of the word over here. Um, 
I'm gonna find I'm gonna find myself a tagline that works. I think that's a good one. Literary bird of the word. I think, I think that one works. <laughs> works pretty yeah. well. Um, all right. So, gosh, the plethora of questions that I could ask. Uh, trying to think, was there any one of my multitudinous queries that poor Anne has had to suffer through that I could f focus on? Um, so, anyway, I'm going to actually touch um, brush on the subject of finding um, comp titles because I myself have a current project in the works that I am genuinely struggling to find a comparative title because it's something that so it, it, it's a content that often gets played very differently from what I'm seeing, um, and I'm trying to find something that is not the mainstream that it would work with. Uh, so I'm writing a uh, Wiccan-based story um, to help put Wicca in a very um, like very positive light along with other aspects of the story. But anytime you try to look up like witchy literature on you know, Google, Goodreads, anything like that, it of course comes up with more fantasy witchy. Um, any recommendations for finding uh, comp titles if your subject matter is outside the norm? I, I'm going to go back to finding those aspects of it that can be comparable to others. So, I mean, there's a lot of like what we call contemporary fantasy, right? So the magical elements with everyday life. I know that Wicca is, is a different beast here in that respect, but I still think you could comp it to that to make that give the agent an idea of like the direction that you're trying to go. So um, I don't know. I, it's it, that it, that definitely is a tough one, but maybe that's not the element that you you pick out necessarily for the comp title. So there's other going to be other elements in your book. So maybe yeah. the, the ones you're going to look yeah. for. When, when in doubt, go for the themes of the book. Yeah. Okay, and I do have one other question um, before I hog all the spotlight. Um, and I know this is a topic near and dear to Anne um, from the various feedback I've gotten. So Anne, what's your best advice for avoiding an introduction that starts like someone waking up? If anybody knows Anne... Anything else. <laughs> yeah. Anne has the biggest pet peeve with this, and I have I have grown to the point where I have the biggest pet peeve with this. If it's in a book somewhere, do not, do not, do not start with your character waking up no, <laughs> or going to sleep. Mostly waking up, but going to sleep is also not great. But I mean, just the media, like how many, everyone pay attention, I promise you, especially when you're watching these holiday movies, because the holidays are here. Just watch and see how many of them start with the character waking up. There's a lot. So many. So many. So many. <laughs> um, I, before, go, Carolyn, I know we're going to get to you in just one second. I do have a few more questions that were in the chat. Um, David's just wondering, he says, I don't understand how the dynamic works once you've got my book picked up and published. Are we done or are you stoked? I write two to four books a year and we're about to be hell on wheels. <laughs> a 
Okay. So for me, I like to assign an author for their career, not just a single book. So by the time we're done and we're sending out book one, we're already talking about what's next. So Jake can attest to this. Like we're, yep. we're at that point that we're about to send out his book and we're already talking about, okay, so what's next in the pipeline? So while that book is cooking on sub, we're already working on something else. And, you know, obviously, hopefully we want it to get picked up, but if it doesn't, by the time the next book is ready, we're ready to go. Right. So it, we're always moving ahead and looking forward. Which is so good to not be sitting still. Yeah. It's right. it's just, it's a beautiful way to keep your creative process going and always know that there's something in the works. Yes. I, I do want to say this real quick. Cause we have a lot of people jumping in. Um, this is recorded. It will be on Podbean or any of your favorite podcast uh providers streamers whatever you want to call it so you are welcome to go back and re-listen to it we had a ton of great questions um so don't forget to go over there and re-listen to this once it gets uploaded probably it'll be uploaded tonight so okay yep it'll be uploaded okay. tonight um also if you want have a question and you want to hop on tap that little mic button in the bottom and we'll get to you as soon as we possibly right. can so all right carolyn let's let's move to you you have a question I do. It's about querying a book, um, not my own, although I am a writer as well. My dad wrote a book, wrote a novel, completed one, and then he unfortunately passed away. And um, I know that kind of goes against the whole career thing because his career would be technically over, although he doesn't yes. have an additional one. Um, but I don't know, like I haven't had success and I've put it to the side right now and my mom is not into self-publishing or she doesn't like that idea. Although I think that's, it's a great, it's everything has changed now. Um, so I'd like to hear your opinion on querying for an author who's already passed. So I think the, whoever picks it up is probably going to expect some edits to be done. So would you be working on those edits? So I did hire an editor and I did work on some edits. Um, he had published a book in 1998. So he knows a little bit of the writing world, or he knew from 25 years ago. Right. Um, and I did hire an editor and I worked with her and got that um, those edits completed. Um, so yes, I would be the one to work on it. So I think that they'd still be kind of signing you on in a way. Yes. So, so I, <laughs> I, I think that this is a unique, unique experience right yeah. here. But Carolyn, you have other books. And so it would be one where you could start off with getting an agent with one of your books and then saying, hey, oh. by chance, would you want to, you know, how could take we, a look at this? Right. Yeah. How, yeah. How oh, that's this? a good idea. Yeah. Except yeah. we write completely different genres. And I speak as if my dad is still here. I use the present tense. But um, we've written in completely different genres. But I think that that's a great idea. Thank you. I think there's a lot of agents, too, that um, are open to a lot of different genres. And so maybe as you're doing your research, try to find uh, agents that you can query that might also represent the same genre that your dad wrote in. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, no worries. 
Any other questions from the group? Don't be afraid to hit that mic button. Um, we do have another one in the chat um, from Kim, and she asks, do most agents like series or are they getting away from them now? So I think that Jake knows this about me, right? I think every book can be a series, every single one. I don't care what the book is. I think any book out there can be a series. It can be a spinoff. You can write a prequel. You can write a sequel. You can write, you know, character spinoffs from it, whatever. If a publisher thinks that there is enough money to be spent and asks you, will you write another book in the XYZ series? I think an author would be, yes. Yes, I will. So um, I think any book can be a series. That's number one. So number two, I think that selling a book as a series can be difficult because even if you sell, a, let's say you sell two books, you get a two book deal. If book one doesn't sell the way the publisher wants, they might come back to you and be like, okay, well, what else do you have? We're not going to, we're not going to do the rest of these. So the, it's really important that books stand alone, they, that they can stand alone. Now that doesn't mean that they can't be sequels. Cause like I said, I think every book can be a sequel, right? Every book can be a series. So just having the ability to be like, okay, well, this has a, a beginning, middle, and end that feels satisfying. I think that's going to put you in the best space to move forward. Awesome. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> Jake, you think um, everything's brilliant. I but know, it was but very Anne well said. So brilliant. It was very well said. <laughs> okay. I'm not Anne is so <laughs> brilliant. And I just, I love, I love the fact that it's just like, here is your answer. And it's like, there's no like if sounds or buts. It's just, here is your answer. And I love it. Um, we have another question from our lovely conglomerate here. And that is, what if you have an agent for one series, but you have a book that is in a completely different genre that your agent doesn't represent? Is it okay to query another genre? Um, and I know specifically this author has... Um, a book deal specifically for this series, not as uh, as a career. I I don't know what that part of the question means, but um, I think that the first the first thing you need to do is you need to talk to your agent, right? You need to talk to them and say, you know, hey, I have this other thing. I know that you generally don't represent that. I I wanted to know what your feelings were about that. So you guys need to have an open conversation about what that means as your partnership and if they if the agent is okay with you going out and, and seeking representation for the other job I, I i get queries sometimes from agent and authors um especially since i do adult and kid lit right so um i'll get kid lit authors that query me for they have a kid lit agent but they're looking for someone to rep their adult stuff for example so it, you can do it. It's possible. But I think that having that initial conversation with your current agent is where you have to start that. Well, um, that would be me. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> my agent specifically represents thrillers and hearts. So and I have a kid's book that I don't think he would be a good fit for. Okay. I still, I mean, but you still have a partnership with this agent, right? Yes. So you probably would still want to at least have that conversation. Like, hey, 
I'm going to use the name Bob because that's my dad's name. I always use the name Bob. So Bob, hey, Bob, you know, I wrote this kid's book. I know that's generally not your jam, but I just wanted to know, you know, I, I wanted to get your feelings on like what, what I can be doing with it, right? The, having that conversation with the current agent, I think is really, really important because you he might surprise you. Maybe he goes like, oh yeah, like well, I don't do it, but you know, Joe here at the agency loves Kidlet and maybe Joe will be able to help represent it right? Like that's an option. And so you don't actually have to query. Maybe someone within the agency would be able to take it on, for example. So that's a choice. It, it, you have to have that conversation though with the current agent. So it's, it's like if, if I went out and wrote a horror book right. and, and doesn't represent horror, well, but that's somebody not really else. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. And, and so, and so if, if Anne doesn't represent horror, maybe somebody else in the agency does. Right. Like Lane, Lane is our horror guy. We'd be, I'd be like, Hey Jake, you, oh, you wrote a horror book. Lane, can you check out this horror book for us? I love it. Yeah. Good. Uh, David, did you want to hop on? Well, actually, uh, one of my main questions actually got answered just a couple questions ago. Um, I really don't have too many questions. I'm more of a small press guy. I'm kind of here just to kind of learn. Love so it. Since my question, so since my question was answered and whatnot, I'm going to put the little mute button back on and let somebody else talk. All right. Good job. Thank uh, you. Door. Um, Is that right? Door? Hi. Yep. yep. Okay. That's right. Hi. Um, my question was, so say you really rewrote this book uh, you drastically rewrote this book that you queried five years ago and you got some pull requests and you totally rewrote it and um you're getting you're gearing up to query again um would you suggest querying the same folks that you've queried before all 52 of them uh <laughs> try and find other folks um and just generally uh, any advice that you might have about starting to query again Sure. I think that you, I, I mean, I'm personally, I'm open to revisiting something that I've looked at before, even if I've looked at the full. So um, if you've made substantial queries or, or substantial edits, I generally like just want you to tell me in the query letter, like, hey, you looked at this in, you know, 2021, but since then I've done X, Y, and Z. Right. right? So just because believe it or not, a lot of times we will remember projects. So sometimes I will get a project that comes into my box and I'll be like, I've seen this before. And I just know that I have. And so I like, go back, I'll start digging through my archives and, and things and be like, oh yeah, like 2020, I did a conference critique and I ended up critiquing this thing, but they don't mention it in the query letter, but it, I will take the time because I'm like, I know this book, I've seen this before. <laughs> and so I would rather just someone tell me that, hey, yeah, you did a conference critique for me, you know, four years ago. And now I have this, you know, I, I rewrote this. So I, I find it that it's very helpful when you just tell us what changes you've made. But um, I think you can go out to the same agents. I mean, more or less, unless they're sp specifically say never query me again with the same project. But it's been five years. You've done right. complete edits. So I think I think it's fair. Right. Okay. That's good to know. Um, can I ask, are, are you interested in fairy books? I know some people are definitely not interested in fairy books. I'm open to pretty much anything. I, I like fairies. They're cute. <laughs> and I like fairies that are not cute. Because if you've read Iron Spark, they are definitely not oh, yeah. cute fairies. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My fairies are typically not cute. <laughs> Excellent. I love not cute fairies. 
Interesting. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. No problem. Thank you, Dora. Uh, let's move on to Nancy. Nancy, go ahead. Okay. Hi. Nice to talk to you guys. Um, I was the one that was asking about the number of comps in a query ladder. I just got curious about it because my two um, that I originally identified that I think that my book would sit next to on a shelf or appeal to the same readers are maybe about four years old now. And so there, you know, I have a draft cover letter right now where I just put in another sentence and I put in a couple of books that have aspects that I can comp to that came out um, in the last few months. And so I kind of right now have this draft with four comps and two sentences. And I thought maybe that's just overkill. And I just was wondering um, from the standpoint of the agent, as long as it's not a really wordy query, is that actually kind of helpful to have, you know, sort of a few little facets or other, you know, just sort of things to hang on to when you're trying to imagine um, the market or the comp picture of the book? Yeah, I think that I think it's helpful to have them in there. I wouldn't I if you have newer ones, those are always great. They're always very helpful. I think what makes it difficult is when someone will come and be like, my book is like I'm trying to throw something together here. The Hunger Games and A Wrinkle in Time. And you're like, wait a minute. How? How 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 do those two things, you know, come together? So if you're saying a little bit why they're a comps and they, they make sense in the grand scheme of things as comps together and like the same, they would all be sitting around in the same shellfish area, then it, you're fine. I, I wouldn't over, I wouldn't overthink it. I had, yeah. Speaking of overthinking, <laughs> I talked to an agent on um, an auction and I said, well, my meets statement could be sort of like this YA meets this um, sort of humorous lower middle grade or picture book kind of thing. And because she had seen the pages, she felt like um, it it was um, a good comparison. But then um, I was speaking to a woman who is published in my genre of middle grade, and she thought it was too confusing because technically neither of those books are middle grade books. But, you know, meat statements can be like a TV show or a movie. I mean, so I just... I felt like a yeah. creative license to put that out there so I think you're fine I wouldn't overthink it, it I mean if it gives you a if it gives whoever's reading it a good sense of what they can expect and it, you can always end it for a middle grade audience and so it makes it clear right I you agree. know it, mm -hmm. yeah I, you're fine I'm with you okay thank you yeah mm -hmm. bye all right we have uh, about four questions in the chat um Isla is wondering Roughly what percentage of queries do you get that are not queries or don't follow your instructions, misspell your name, have selfies, threats, etc.? Oh, lots. <laughs> <laughs> lots. Uh, oh my gosh, I love it. It's a, it's a, it's a good quantity of them. It's, it's a good number. So um, that's... I, that's why they call it the quote-unquote slush pile. I know it's a terrible name, but at the, if you saw it, you would kind of understand because you are in the mix with some of these things that are just like, what? what is this? I don't, I don't understand. This is not a dating app. This is not We're a dating not app. We're not dating. We're not dating. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I will throw this one out here as one for me before we go on to the next one is, and how many queries do you receive in a week or a month or a year? Like whichever one makes more sense. Um, well, this year I closed for the first time. So that that is generally not what I usually do. I think last year I had almost, I want to say that I did 5,000 queries last year. Jesus. So it was a pretty big number um, at the end of the day. It ended up being like, oh my God, I don't remember. I, I, I did all the statistics for a presentation that I, I'd done not too long ago, but I think I had almost 5,000 queries last year. Um, so there's, there's a lot of them. That I just want to put that in in scope wise for for our listeners. Um, Lex asks, "What kinds of trends are you seeing in your inbox currently, and what would you like to see more of?" So um, I'm really looking for some lesbian cowgirls. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I hold on now. Hold, hold on, <laughs> lesbian cowgirls. You uh, say hold the fuck up. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> was not expecting that. The only thing that would have shocked me more is if you would have said Dino Erotica. What? Brandon, no. Brandon has an unhealthy obsession. We don't talk about Brandon's unhealthy I obsessions. I couldn't help but bring that up. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I mean, ahead. I, I get a lot of questions in my inbox. You know, where are my lesbian cowgirls? I just, where are they? I don't understand. I know they exist. Why are the, they not in my inbox? I just It has to be somewhere. It has to be somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> so um i it's really funny because trends actually like i feel like they come in like little spurts and so like i'll go into my inbox and like one day i will have like five queries back to back like on werewolves and you're like okay like where did that come from and then the next day it'll be something entirely different so um yeah i i can't think of any i can't pinpoint anything specific at the moment of what i've been seeing okay. so all right, cool. Um, Michelle asks, how do agents find time to read current comps when they're continually reading unpublished manuscripts? We, we cry a lot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, this is probably why I have started 17 different novels and, and in, I'm, I'm in forms of reading 17 different books right now. Um, we fit it in whenever we can. So only 17, honey, only, only 17. <laughs> only 17. I, so, um, so yeah, so we just, we have to fit it in when we can. So, um, in the car, if we're driving, I, listening to audiobooks, um, going to the bookstore, just all every, everything everyone else does in our off time, we're, we're doing more work. Okay. Um, Rain asks, I write sapphic romance. Should I continue to query agents that specifically state they are looking for LGBTQ or is it safe to query those looking for romance as a whole? Okay. Well, I want it. <laughs> Rain, that is, that is an invitation right, right there. there. You better be like, like sapphic romance. I love sapphic romance. Um, so, but yeah, anyone who takes romance, I think you're, you're open to, to try them if you feel safe enough to go into their space, right? If you if you if you've looked them up and you're like, mm, they seem kind of sketch. I don't know if I want them to be my agent. Like, don't don't query them. But if you feel like they could be a good match and they take romance, then give it a go. Um, and and people don't specify that they want LGBTQ material. 
necessarily. And so just like Anne said, really do some research, look into them. But if they seem like a good fit, go for it. Jake, I think we have time for one more question because we got to do our drawing. We're doing a giveaway, right? I know. Yeah. We got to do that. So yeah. There's a drawing. Hold on. No one told me about this gambling. I need to feed my addiction. What's going on? No, Chris. (laughs) No, Chris. Um, we are just, Anne has kindly offered to do a query critique for one of the authors that is here tonight. So, Jake, do you have you have another question? Um, or the crowd? I, the uh, I think that's it for what we have in chat. Um, but Anne, could you tell people the extreme amount of hours that you work as an agent? I mean, I feel like I'm not even making sense tonight because I've been working since my kids left for school at seven o'clock this morning. Um, so yeah, I, I, I work a lot. I work a lot. <laughs> I never stop working. I'm working on the weekends. Um, uh, I, that's all I do. I just work all the time. So. <laughs> do, do you have any advice for writers who might want to head the direction that you did and become a literary agent? Um, getting an internship. I know it, I, I, I think it's really helpful. I think it kind of gives you an idea and a, and a, and a, and a, like a kind of insider into what the world looks like. Uh, I know that it's not viable for a lot of people, especially if it can't be paid. Um, and I have lots of feelings about paid and unpaid internships that we could talk about for an hour. Um, so, if you can do it, I think that's great. I think talking, seeing if you can talk to literary agents, just having, you know, a conversation. I had an author just hit me up and be like, you know, I'd really like, that I knew, of course, but she's like, I'd really like to pick your brain about being an agent and, and thoughts. And so we had a good conversation and just to see if it could be a good fit for her. Um, and I, I think I was helpful. I don't know. <laughs> I always try to be. So. You. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. M, we have time for just the last little bit. Real quick, uh, how important is someone's social media page to you? Do you actually look those over before you maybe send back a note that you're interested in someone's um, query package? Or does that even figure in? I mean, I know a lot of them look at, you know, whether the person's negative or positive or, you know, what they post. Is it you know, lighthearted or are they constantly bashing someone? I think a social media page is kind of important, but I wanted to know your opinion. I mean, I think that, um, I think if, if meaning like, do you have to have social media to query? I think the answer is no. I don't think you have to have a social media account to query. If you just don't like social media, if it's not your jam, then I think it's really hard to get into it. Um, so that aside, I do think that agents will, you know, take a peek at what authors are posting, um, and like what, how, how they're engaging with their audience on social platforms. So I think to be mindful of that, because it, at the end of the day, it, it is your public self that you're putting out there on social media. So how are you presenting yourself to the public? Because authors are public figures. So yeah, we, we'd be interested in seeing what, what it is that you're doing. Well, I think I was more asking, does it affect how you see a person? I mean, if you see a bunch of somebody blasting someone on there, it's probably not someone you're going to want to represent, correct? Yeah. I mean, if, if if all their replies are just like just trolling replies to other people, especially other writers in the community, then uh, probably is someone 
the agent might stay away from. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, Brandon, let's do our drawing. All right, so everyone's been entered. Um, We're going to spin the wheel here. How does this work? Like, we can't see anything. How do we know? Did you write it all down? I hand wrote everyone's stuff down. (laughs) The game was was rigged from the start. It's okay. rigged. Oh, my gosh. Jake would know if I were lying, and I don't lie. I would totally know if he was lying. As a general theme, I don't lie. Uh, Okay, so the winner of the giveaway is Uriel Harper. Um, Awesome. We will take that information, and we'll get it to Anne, and... Yeah, hopefully I pronounced that name right. I feel bad if I didn't. Congratulations. Um, so, Congratulations. So thank you, everyone. That's our hour. Our time is up. Thank you, everyone, for joining. And a special thank you to Anne for jumping on. We really appreciate it. And we uh, cannot thank you enough. Thank you so, so yes. much for being willing to hop on here and answer everyone's questions. And, uh, happy to do yeah. it. We can do this again. If you ever want, it's fine. I was. I'm, I'm here to support Jake. So, Team Jake. Uh, yay! Team Jake. Yes, go Team Jake. Team Joey Bean. <laughs> Team Jake. Yes. So, thank you, everyone. Again, don't forget to follow us over on Podbeam or any of your wherever you listen to your podcasts at. Um, we do post all sorts of stuff all week about querying and agents and what they're looking for. So, thank you, everyone, for joining up. We next week is our season finale, and we'll be talking about. How to write a holiday story. And I'm thinking like Hallmark. Gross. Hallmark stuff, right? So Ooh, if you want to join us, I like yes, it. please feel free to come back. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Anne. Bye. Bye. Bye.